Hello, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, and welcome to the podcast that brings three friends together on the subject of Japanese music. Today, I am actually your host, Luna, and it is Dos Compadres, unfortunately. Ken could not be on, so we have Gray with us today. What's happening, dudes? How you been, Luna? Been very busy. Um... What have we been listening to, Gray? Anything interesting on your your list this week? Uh, yeah, um, it, it's actually been an interesting week. So we were preparing a, a different episode, and due to circumstances, we were we we kind of had to pivot a little bit. And so a lot of my week was really spent preparing for that other episode, and and so I I haven't listened to too much, but. I have been listening to Ina the End, uh, her newest single, Nice Show. I've been listening to that on repeat, which is really, really nice. And I have been listening to uh, some of the Super Sentai uh, openings and endings, but nothing too crazy. What have you been listening to? So I was with you on our special episode. I had prepped for that. So that was most of my last couple weeks. However, I have been listening to a hodgepodge of stuff again. I was listening to a lot of Cream this week. I I dived into them. I know we've covered them previously in MC. But I keep going back to them, especially their song Kissing Part 2. It's just such a cute song. It's so much fun. And I love it. Their Sounds Good album is just fantastic. And I also was listening to Crazy Outside with Miyachi and Aoyama Thelma. They dropped a remix to this, which is also really good, but I still prefer the original. Was listening to some AI this week, featuring A Witch, not so different, especially with everything going on in the world. It's such a great song. It has a message that I think everyone should hear. And that's one of the things I absolutely love about Not So Different. I also went back to listen to some Heartsdales, Should Have What, Wet and Wild, So Tell Me. Just some of their old stuff I ended up growing up with. And I know this isn't technically J-pop, but we talked about it because it made the Oricon. But I was back listening to Twice. I Can't Stop Me. And I can't wait till they eventually release a Japanese version because it's such a catchy song. And then I've also been, again, listening to Jaisal, Sandame, Jaisal Brothers from Exile Tribe with Yes We Are. Needed some good dance music in there. Went back to Hidomi with One Love, Butterflies, Addicted. Just, she's just such a well-rounded vocalist. And also went back to Crazy Boy because he had some new releases. And I went back to Donut and Pink Diamond because... Those are my songs. And listen to Chanmina to prepare for her newest single, Beijing, dropping in April. And I revisited her My Name, Chocolate, Call, Paint His Beauty tracks. And I just love them to pieces. So it's been a very music-heavy week. Let's put it that way. Nice. All right. So moving on to... Our topic this week is a very interesting one since, Gray, you were actually getting married this week. 
Yes. Actually, next week. <laughs> it, it is Sorry. next week. Well, but when this when this show goes out, it will be the week of the with the wedding itself. So, so you could say this week, and it'll, it still works. So, yeah. So, Gray, you will be getting married this week, and this gave us the idea for tonight's topic, and it is actually wedding songs. And we're going to specify this. And the reason I say this, because when you have a wedding, you think that for music, there's three parts of it. So when I thought wedding songs, first thing I honestly thought was aisle song. What are you walking down the aisle to? However, not all cultures do that. Not like in Japan, you don't have your tip. They don't have weddings like we do, or at least I live in America. We most, not all weddings do this but you walk down the aisle. In Japan, they don't do that. Most of the music is related to the reception, the first dance, etc. While here, when I think wedding song, I think walk down the aisle song, and I think first dance song. And that's what we started to go for. And we're going to kind of break down the three parts of it as the reception. We can just, you know, those are usually what I call the dance songs. But we picked our top three wedding songs that could be aisle, could be first dance, could be vice versa. And we're going to break down to you why we picked them and what we love about them that made us choose that song. And if we're actually going to play it or have played it when we walk down the aisle. And great. Why don't we start with you? What is your number three? Well, let's start with runner-ups before we get into the numbers. So what is your runner-up for wedding songs? Yeah, and uh, first let me just, I, I did want to say, I'm really glad that you that we picked this topic. This is actually a conversation I was having with my fiance <laughs> earlier in the week. And so when you suggested it, I was like, I'm all in on it. So uh, I, I am very eager to cover this topic. And I, I had a lot of fun coming up with uh, some, some wedding stuff. And so um, first, my first runner, my runner up, I don't have a first runner up. Uh, my runner up is uh, I'm Here by Color Creation. It is one of my absolute favorite Color Creation songs. It, it was just one song that I really adored and I think this would be a really good first dance song. It, it definitely speaks to the idea of the couple being there for each other in their times of need. And, and you know, that's something that's really important as far as like, you know, being in a relationship. And so, you know, I think like, like this is a really good, it's a good mid tempo song that you can really dance to. And, you know, really, you know, declare each, each person like, hey you know we're here for each other sort of thing and so i i really i went with i'm here i i think this is a a really good first dance song if you were looking for for that particular style so i went with i'm here and i think you made a great choice because this i'm here by color creation really does fit you especially being a mid-tempo song. And I know for you, you usually do a lot of dance songs, but I feel like this is a good in-between for both you and your fiancé. And I also think it's a beautiful track, and I know how much you love color creation, too. So I think it's very fitting. Yeah, I, I will say I'm Here is like one of the few tracks where I've sung it so hard in the car that I've actually lost my voice a few times. So, like, like yeah, it, it is my... Yeah, it is one of my favorites, uh, and... Yeah, I, I, it, it is it is very fitting, the two of us. So I, I do agree with that as well. 
All right, Luna, what was your runner-up? So, in a way, I have two, and the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm going to start with the second runner-up, which is Can You Celebrate by Amado Namie. And this would more be a first dance song. And I'm going to say this is one of the most popular wedding songs in Japan. And it is a great celebration song, a way to celebrate your love. And it's such a catchy song. I sing this in karaoke all the time. But it is a personal favorite of mine. And I know it's still played all the time over in Japan as well. And my first runner-up is one that I actually played at my wedding and I walked down the aisle to and it is M by Ayumi Hamasaki. I played the instrumental version though specifically because that was the agreement. We didn't want to do words and M is a very, it's a sad, it is a love song but it's also sad in the same sense because the lyrics it's about it talks about two people separate and go their own paths, but then you do find someone else and you hope that'll be your final love. And you pray for that. So for me, I mean, yes, it does have very meaningful and beautiful lyrics, but I also find it it's tragic in a way too. But the instrumental is absolutely gorgeous. And I have the, the single with it on there, so it was an easy pick for me. Although I did have... I'll talk about it later. There's a couple other ones that I also had runners up when I made my choice for that. And I still stand by M because it is, in general, one of my favorite songs by Ayumi. But that instrumental, just listen to it. The piano, just, it's just amazing. Yeah, and I remember your wedding and you walking down the aisle to this song. And it is very, very fitting. It's very beautiful. It's a very moving piece. And I, I, for prepping for the show, I went back and listened to the words and I even texted you in private. I was like, I was like, I was like, this is a good, like, I like the, the instrumental, but like the lyrics, it, it, it does seem it due to, due to like the nature, it, it is, it is a love song, but I, I do agree. Like, I don't know if it, like, if you had like the lyrics playing, I don't know if it fit the, the ceremony or not. So, but the instrumental of M is absolutely beautiful and it, it really works, especially for like a good, especially a substitute for Here Comes the Bride, which my my fiance has said she's not walking down the aisle to Here Comes the Bride. Like nobody likes that song. So, uh, you know, this is definitely a, a step up and um, Can You Celebrate is a very interesting song and I could definitely see that being a real good first dance song. Yeah, whenever I hear that, I always think of, can you celebrate? Can you kiss me tonight? So I, I love Amado Namie, and it's just like a classic for me. But moving on, so we're going to go from the bottom up. What is your number three pick? Yeah, so uh, my number three pick is Let Me Let Me by LOL. And I, I there's like a couple of LOL songs that I was kind of dancing around in my head and I wound up landing on this one and this is a song that I I haven't talked about about before on the show and uh it is a first dance song I don't think it's a um, really fitting for uh, an aisle walk it is a mid tempo number and I I think mid tempo numbers aren't really 
good to walk down the aisle to. You either you need both extremes. You don't need something kind of in the middle. And let me let me is is in the middle. So I think it, this is a much better first dance song. And and so it it's a love song that you know, you know a husband and wife was singing, especially because this is a co-ed group. I, I think it really suits well for for uh, a husband and wife song and just the like different things that couples do that show their love and affection toward each other this is kind of what let me let me is is getting at and i think it's a really good first dance song i think it's got and it's a really cute song too and it's got it's got a really good melody it's fun to, to dance to it is on their lightning album which is, is an album I me and Luna both probably need to listen to a little bit more than what we have but this is a an amazing song and I I really think that if you give it a listen you, you'll see where I'm coming from so yeah I I agree with you I think let me let me by lol is a great first dance song especially for you gray and I know how much you love the group in general, and it's very fitting, not only your love for the group, but it is a very cute love song, and it's really sweet. So I think I could see you and your fiancé having a really good time with Let Me Let Me as it just makes you feel the romance and the sweetness and how much you to love each other. So, and it's actually a really good song by them. I love their ballads and their mid-tempo tracks. I think they have great vocals in it and it shows that and you do feel the power and emotion behind Let Me Let Me as well. Yeah, and it, it's one of the ones also where uh, it doesn't have a signature Honica rap. So if you heard it on the radio, you might you might mistake it for another group or something because it, it doesn't quite sound like LOL. I mean, it is. It's very much in their wheelhouse, but... Uh, there's like a few trademarks that typically are in an LOL song that this song is kind of lacking. And I think that makes it better in, in an interesting way because it gives it a, a pretty unique sound and it really just helps it stand out. Is the, uh, So out of all the LOL songs, what made you pick Let Me Let Me over some of their other tracks? Because I know you said they had a lot of other solid ballads and solid songs that you love. What made this one stand out than the others? That's a good question. I think it there, there's a couple of other songs that I could have went with. Uh, they have a really good another it's a digital single uh that doesn't get talked about a lot called with you and that's a that is an amazingly beautiful song and they they have a couple of other like really nice slow songs that, that they could do but i don't let me let me I, I like that that love and affection and the energy that you kind of feel in that song and I remember when when Lightning came out, I had only been dating my fiance for a few months. And so when I heard that song, I, I thought of her. So uh, they, LOL might have more fitting songs, but for me, I have more of a personal attachment to this song because the first time I heard it, I, I thought of my fiance. And uh, so that gives me 
that 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 gives me that personal attachment to it so i think that makes sense and i'm really glad you shared that that way the audience understands the sentiment behind it as well too yeah all right so my third one my third choice is story by ai or i and this could go for me either way i could easily do an aisle song especially an instrumental of it or i could do a firm stand song and story is my favorite song by i and it is an extremely powerful ballad the piano in it is just amazing and that is part of me for what makes it a great aisle song the only reason at the time I got married I did not pick it is I did not have the instrumental. I still actually don't. If I did, I would have story would have been a contender with M because the ins- just hearing the piano that opening is very memorable and it is just beautiful and it pulls you in. And for a first dance song, it's the lyrics as well because the lyrics make it for me and every time I hear it I tear up just because it is a beautiful love song and it's pretty much about a story about meeting someone and falling in love with them and it can be more than just two lovers it could be friends it could be family and it's just that story you have with someone and the love you share for them I just cannot say enough about this, and I's vocals are smoky, beautiful, and fit this perfectly. And out of and just in general, the, this fits the mood because for me, I always go more for ballads for this type of thing, and it is the perfect song you can slow dance to. And I could see myself walking down to the aisle to this, or I could see someone else walking down to the aisle to story. And it, and when I did look it up, it's also a popular wedding song in Japan, which I did not realize until I did some research. But it easily sees that when you hear it, you will know. And I highly recommend it. It is on Apple Music, so I check it out. Gray, I'm curious to hear what you think of this one. Yeah, no, this was this was a song I wasn't too familiar with, and I'm glad you picked it because my God, this is a gorgeous song. The comp- the composition of the song is stunning and just wonderfully done, and I's vocals on it are really really good. I I understand. Uh, typically, when you walk down the aisle, you don't ha- do it to a song with lyrics to it, but. Even with the lyrics in, I really could see this being played as an aisle song because it eyes vocal performance really sells it. Like like I can see in my mind you, Luna specifically walking down the aisle to this and just hearing like as I sings like like you know I could see the audience weeping as as the bride just walks down the aisle. Because her vocals just really sell this beautiful moment that's happening. So I think this is a great song. And you can definitely hear, once you hear it, you could understand why it's a wedding song. And why it is, you know, really popular as a wedding song in Japan. Because it is just really, really beautiful song. And I, I think this is an excellent pick. 
Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Did you have any questions for me regarding it? Uh, not that I can think of. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Well, so we'll move on to the next. So what is your number two pick? Okay, so uh, my number two pick, I, I went, I took a left turn. I, I know typically when people walk down the aisle, it's to a very, it's a to a ballad, it's to this beautiful piano piece and this wonderful moment that's happening. And I was like, what is the poppiest thing I could think of that's so upbeat that's not that it's ridiculous? And I came up with Voice of Love by AAA. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, this song is awesome. And and I think if it, it, now, I don't know, I don't think this song would be for everyone. Now, I do think you could do this as a first dance. This is very either, either or. But I really think you could do this as an aisle song if you wanted to be different. And if, and if you wanted to like just come down, dance in the aisle and just shaking your groove thing as because, you know, weddings are a celebration at the end of the day and how people choose to celebrate their wedding is up to them. And, you know, there are some people, you know, they, they want to walk down to the aisle. That, that's something a bit more upbeat. It's something a little bit more on the fun side of things instead of like the slow, beautiful, you know, the audience is crying. I mean, that's wonderful when it happens, but, you know, you, you don't have to stick to that formula. You can break outside that mold and do something really crazy. And I think if you want to do something really crazy, you go down the aisle to Voice of Love because Voice of Love is crazy good. And it's just a lot of fun. It's that up-tempo, and it just really gets you dancing. And it's a wonderful love song, too. Like it, it, I, My favorite type of songs are the cheesy, upbeat love songs. Like, if you're not familiar with Voice of Love, You Make My Dreams Come True by Hollow Notes is another good one. Like, it's that upbeat cheesiness. It just is one of my absolute favorite genres of music and I just love it so much and I, I to me like like I'm I'm like I could see myself going down the aisle to this it's very easily I just love the song so much what did you am, think so I liked it and it's not something I would do because you know I like slow ones but I see this befitting of you perfectly I can I can picture you dancing down the aisle to Voice of Love easily. And just because I know you love upbeat dance songs, especially, you know, the love songs because you have so much fun with them. And that's why, like, I think this is perfect and very fitting. And I'm glad you picked something that most people wouldn't pick. I feel like most most would choose, you know, like a ballad or something like that to walk down to, not something upbeat. But I think Voice of Love makes it fun because you got something everyone can dance to and while you're walking down the aisle, you know, enjoy it. And I, I think it is a fun, it's a fun, cute love song that really does grab your ear. And I remember when we did the AAA episode of Enjoying Voice of Love. And I, th I just think it... it it's a really fun, cute, bouncy track. So, but I am curious. AAA has a lot of really good upbeat love songs, and there's a lot of other artists that do too. What made you go with this specifically, 
over like a upbeat Dai song or Daichi or another upbeat AAA song, you know, what made you choose Voice of Love over some of the other dancey songs? Yeah, uh, on. It was one. Of, it was just one of those songs that popped in my head uh, when I was thinking of songs to do for tonight. That that was like one of the first ones that popped up in my head, and I, I kind of dismissed it at first. I was like, "Well, you know, that's an upbeat dance song. I need to find a a slow ballad that just brings out the tears." But the more I, I just circled back around, and I was like, "Well, you know, uh, I do love Voice of Love," and Voice of Love was one of those songs I had never heard it when we started covering when we had. St- started that project of doing the artist spotlight for AAA. And by its end, it was my third favorite song <laughs> because I just fell in love with it so much. Such a good song. And and uh, when I had the idea to kind of go at a different angle, I couldn't think of any other upbeat, fun songs. Like I was kind of thinking about maybe doing like You and I by Doberman Infinity. That was like one of the ones I was kind of thinking about. And uh, one of the other ones I was kind of thinking about was Love Story by Utada, which I know is a very slow song. But I, I don't, like, for me, like, I wanted to to get, like, both spectrums, I guess. And, you know, Voice of Love is just one of those things. It, it's, uh, like, it, and it's something, like, you could see, because, again, it's a co-ed group, you can kind of see, like, both either the bride or the groom just coming through and, you know, speaking with a voice of love, like, you know, that's like, that's, that's what you want in, in a marriage and in a relationship. And so I, I think that it was just really fitting and it really fits me and my personality. And so I, that, I just was like, oh, yes, this one, this is definitely one of the ones like I, I got to got to do. So um, and I, I I'm, I'm going to stick with my guns on it. So I, I do. I, I like voice of love. And uh, I, I think it would be a pretty memorable thing if you walk down the aisle to Voice of Love. But I am I am curious, what was your number two pick, Luna? So my number two pick is Precious by Yuna Ito. And for me, this would be more of a first dance song because this was a contender instrumental-wise when I got married. I have the instrumental for this. And it was between this or M. And I ended up choosing M because the instrumental was more fitting. I absolutely love Precious because it has a magnificent composition, but it is a little too orchestrated. And I didn't like how it flowed when I, what I was planning, you know, like how I had my envisionment for walking down the aisle. But so for me, I would do this as a first dance song. And it is by far one of my favorite love songs personally. I... I heard this when it debuted back in 05, 06, 05, I want to say. And I fell in love with it. It is a love song about pretty much the precious love between two people. And it's it kind of like staying that way, like how you feel for that person and how much you love them. And I, I just, the lyrics are fitting. Yuna's vocals are just magnificent. And it just, for me, it puts all the pieces together. As I think for a first dance song, it is just one that you can easily flow to, dance to. And you get wrapped up into it because of both your feelings. And you have that precious love between a bride and a groomer who are getting married. 
no, I did not do this for my first dance song. We did Kiss Kiss from a Rose by Seal. And it took a while for me and my husband to agree on our first dance song. Because if I had it my way, it would have been a Japanese song. But I didn't have it my way. So we made, we agreed to disagree. And I lost. <laughs> but I, I mean, in general, Precious is just absolutely stunning. And it is one of my top favorite Unito songs, especially love song wise. It really, it, it hits up there because it does bring me to tears. You feel the emotions, you feel the power behind it. You feel the meaning of all the lyrics when she sings it. And I will stick by like, as this will always be one that I do wish if I could have done a first dance too. But maybe if we ever do like a, Re renewal of vows one day maybe yeah no this is a gorgeous song i i th uh this was the first time i had heard it was earlier today and it is really just a wonderful song i i think the composition of the song particularly is really well done and uh ito's vocals in it are just impeccable i mean she attacks every note with elegance and grace and I'm actually surprised uh, you ruled you ruled it, this out as an Isle Walk song because it's too orchestrated. But I think the orchestra, honestly, in my opinion, makes it even more of an Isle Walk song uh, than than something that's just a piano heavy song. But um, this is a gorgeous song overall, and um, I, I I I could see this being your first dance like i would be i would be there with tears <laughs> just rolling down like so and i I, I love the orchestra part like you said i think if i were going to, if i would have had a really big wedding i probably would have went with something more orchestrated like precious but since we had a small wedding i wanted to keep it like simplistic with more the piano but I do know what you mean. This was like really hard. I you don't want to know how many times I listened to this and M before I decided. And I had a couple of my friends yeah. sit there with me and like we had to we kind of like really tried to rule stuff out because I had a stack of CDs with instrumentals. But no, the orchestra just fit is so fitting. Uh, if honestly, uh I, I will say I, I do love her vocals and I do think like if you walk down the aisle with this specific performance I think it'd be fantastic but I would say that if you could just find like the instrumental version of Precious and walk down the aisle of that I think that'd be super fitting as well because the like the composition of the song is insanely gorgeous and it just it picks up and it swells at the right moments so I, I think this would have been an amazing Isle Walk song. So, but I, I also think that it would be a great first pick. And I could, I could see you and your husband dancing to this. This is definitely something I could totally see. Now, if I could convince him to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's part of being a marriage. It's compromise. <laughs> Very true. So... Going on, um, what is your number one pick? Yeah, so uh, my number one pick is actually the current 
if if I do an entry song, it is it is uh, my number. This is this is the song I'm going to be doing, and I think it's very fitting for me, my life, and my story overall. And that is "It's the Right Time" by Daichi Miura. It, it just this is a moment that all of my friends, family, loved ones. They all thought it would never come and and I am in the same boat. And now it's the time that I, uh, you know, step up, you know, I get to be married and, you know, I love this song. I've loved it since I first heard it. It's just one, the, the piano composition in this song is absolutely beautiful and is just, it's still to this day one of my absolute favorite Daichi Miura songs. Like, it, it was the first Daichi Miura song I ever heard, and I it is what turned me into his a fan of his. And it to me like I like I said like I think this song fits my life because it is the right time, and the song is about stepping up and kind of taking that first step and, and acknowledging that it's time to do something. And, you know, th- that's part of a wedding and being married is, you know, realizing like, hey, you know, it's time for you to, you know, grow up or, you know, it's time for you to take responsibility or, you know, it, it's time, you know, to move on to the next stage of your life. And I, I think this song is very fitting in that manner. And in, it, it's not traditional in the, it's about love. Now, I do think the song is about him working up the courage to admit his love for another. But there's a lot of context and a lot of places you could really apply this song to. And so for me, I think it it would work best in th- in this context and yeah i think this is a very fitting song uh this is this is a conversation i was having earlier this week and i was like man if i get if i could walk down the aisle to a song it would be it's the right time by daichi Miura because i hear i can hear my mother saying these words it's about time that man gets married <laughs> So uh, I, th- this is the, this is my pick. Uh, I like I said, I love this song to death. I think it's one of his best, and I it is. I couldn't in my mind. I couldn't think of a more fitting song for me personally. Oh, I completely agree. And I knew Daichi would be on here on your list no matter what. And I'm not surprised you picked It's the Right Time, as I've known you always, you've always loved the song, and it does, it is befitting. I mean, lyrics, maybe not so, I mean, in a sense, yes, in a sense, no, but I understand where you're coming from, you know, with It is the Right Time, you're getting married, and it's a beautiful song. I mean, the piano in it is just freaking gorgeous, and just the opening, I love this. Daichi's vocals are beautiful. And even if you went with instrumental or vocal heavy, I think it's a, I mean, it is a beautiful track to walk down to. And it would even be a good first dance song or one to play in a wedding in general. I mean, I, I think it is a very nice, sweet song. And Daichi's vocals are just so enchanting. 
And I think that's another reason that it's it fits very well. I do have a question on this, because I know you, you're not going to walk down to it. But is this song going to be in your wedding at all? Well, now, uh, it has not been determined yet if I'm walking down. I, I floated the idea earlier this week. I'm, I'm waiting to get the, the thumbs up. I don't I don't think I don't think my fiance really cares at the end of the day, but I haven't talked talked to her about it yet. So um we'll see. Uh we need we still need to talk to the DJ about the the wedding playlist and stuff. And originally like we were gonna do like requests and stuff because my fiance doesn't she's not really into music like I am, and so it's really hard for us to come up with a playlist because if if I had it my way, it'd just be J-pop. <laughs> and I'm the only person at the wedding that likes J-pop. So I, that that would not make a, for a good wedding reception. So it, it, it's just been one of those things where we were talking about like doing a request, like like having like a, because uh, I know the, the DJ that's doing the reception, he, 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 he can do requests. And so, we were we were talking about doing that and we were talking about maybe doing like a few songs or something and i did tell her like there is one particular song i do want played at the reception and that is last dance because i want that to be the last dance of the night i think that's a good number to go out on uh and so you know i get at least one japanese song but so thank you for answering that i was just a little curious on that matter no 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 thank you for asking but I am eager to hear what was your number one wedding song. So my number one, this has actually been a favorite of mine for quite some time. It is Zuto by Thelma Aoyama. And a little context in the song before I dive into my reason for picking it is Thelma Aoyama actually wrote this for her friend, Yukina Kinoshita, who is a famous model and um, actress. And she wrote this for specifically Yukina Kinoshita's wedding. And for me, like, I I listened to this when it came out and I remember being very excited for it because I'm a sucker for love songs, especially wedding songs. And when I heard Zuto, I absolutely fell in love with it. The It is a beautiful track. I mean, the composition is magnificent. The piano work and Thelma's vocals... Thelma does amazing ballads, and it's always hard to, for me to pick a personal favorites. It always has been. But I will say Zuto is my favorite, and it means always. It pretty much, it's a song about being in love with someone, and you're always going to be in love with them. And it's, it is just amazing. And the only reason I did not pick this for my wedding as an aisle song because I didn't have the instrumental and I had to have the instrumental. So I ended up getting it later on because it's on the single, but at the time period I didn't. And I, I, for me, I could do this as an aisle song or a first dance song as it is really befitting for both. It is a couple song. It is a wedding song. There's just so much I love about this. And part of its nostalgia is I've always loved Thelma. I've loved her music. She has been a big part of my life, music-wise. And the first moment I heard Zuto, 
And I remember when I first heard it, I fell in love with it. And at the time I saw the music video, it is just stunning. I just absolutely adore it. And just, just when you hear it, you can envision yourself walking down the aisle or dancing to this track in a beautiful wedding gown or whatever you choose to wear. And th that's another part of it is when you can envision yourself walking down the aisle or dancing to it, you know that is a perfect song. And that is one for me, it feels like that. And Thelma delivers on every level, you know, with the lyrics, the composition, her vocals. I mean, she hits every single point you want in a love song, in a wedding song specifically. And I'm sure her friend Yukina Kinoshita is very proud and very happy that the song came from the heart. And it was like a gift pretty much for her at your wedding. So that's another reason it's my number one is it's something special. It's not just a wedding song. It was a gift written for a friend for her wedding. And you know, that was a very special gift that you don't see that very often. So yeah no uh this is this song is really really good and uh, honestly if i was going to have a song wrote for me for my wedding th this would be much similar to this just it's such a moving and emotional piece and you, you can really feel the power behind thelma's vocals i this is a really solid number with a great composition it, like the whole thing just comes together really really well and you could do an aisle walk for this you could do a first dance for this song either way it, it is a really really just a wonderful number and i was going to ask you why you, you this wasn't at your wedding because i could i could really see you walking down the aisle to this one particularly and um I understand. I understand you didn't have the uh, the instrumental at the time, which does stink because I I think not that you picked a bad song or anything, but I could really see you walking down the aisle to this one. It's it's it is such a moving song. So thank you. And yeah, yeah. that if I would have had that instrumental, yes. I would have picked it <laughs> and now I do, but I yeah. also, I guess diving into this, a lot of, you know, so we're going to kind of dive into the reception songs too, or we can do entry songs because at a wedding you have several points. You have your aisle song, your entry song when you walk into the venue or wherever you have it. Then you have your first dance song. You also sometimes have the mother, daughter, son, you know, the, yeah. I mean, the mother, father, son, daughter. We're not going to go into that whole thing because that's a whole nother, you know, really yeah. diving in. But for reception as well, we, we didn't really make a list of our tops because that's something that's really hard. Reception covers a wide variety of music. And for me, I don't see you don't have to have specific songs. Um, yeah. And Gray, I kind of want to hear, when you think of a wedding reception, what type of music do you envision being played at your wedding reception? If you had your way, were there certain tracks, what certain tracks would you have to have at the wedding reception? Would they be more dance? Would they be more slow? Would they be a mixture? Uh, I would mostly want a upbeat, up-tempo numbers. That, that to me, is... Because... A wedding is a celebration at the end of the day. And 
I do think that you know there's a time and a place for the slow and the the reflective songs and you know I think there's a lot of power and emotion behind you know a good ballad and stuff but you know at the wedding reception you know I want I want the party you know I want the you know just the the drop the ball and the somebody hit the disco lights and just everybody just have a good time so you know I would do, do more uh, upbeat songs something like like I said like a uh, last dance is is I do want played at my wedding, but and who is Last Dance by? J- just for uh, reference, for people who might not be familiar. Yeah, is it Mamadou Miano? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I was like, Ken. Ken knows him, and Ken would correct me in like eight seconds. <laughs> and I was like, I'm for the life of me, I cannot remember his name. Is Mamaru? Uh, that is, I love that song. That, that's a swing. That's a swing dance song. And I mean. I would want like a slow song or two. Uh, I would I would definitely like my first dance with my new wife to be a slow song. Uh, I know the song that we're going with is Back at One by Bryant McKnight, which is a slow song. But I think, uh, you know, I, I think like a, I do think like there's certain songs that need to be slow. Like like I said, the first dance, I think it'd be, that, that should be slow. And if I had to pick a first dance song that is Japanese. Ooh, that would be that would be hard. Uh, I, it's the right time would be a good option. Uh, you and I by Doberman Infinity would be a really good first dance. But yeah, I would mostly want like upbeat dance numbers. You know, something like trying to think of a fun uh, VOL something something along that line like that that fun upbeat number like some upbeat daichi or daichi yeah um, yeah like like I want to hear excite at my wedding the pomp so yeah so, something like that you know like some or blizzard by daichi would be good too uh, <laughs> just you know like high high energy fun songs because like I said you know it's a it's a party at the end of the day and that that's what I want it to be I don't like 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 I said, like I, I know there's a place and I don't want to dominate the wedding ceremony, but if I had it my way, it'd just be nothing but upbeat music. Oh, I know to- it would. I, I that's <laughs> what I picture your wedding is just being constant upbeat hyper music. Yes. That's my jam. That's what I like. So for me, I'm with you on the reception. So our reception was pretty much all dance music and all the all my choices were pretty much Japanese songs and some K-pop. It was J-pop and K-pop. My husband picked a lot of like 90s, did some hip hop, some pop, some dance songs. Like he mixed it up and it was ones we grew up. So it was nostalgia factor, but we mixed ours up. And for like, I'm going to start saying some of the Japanese songs that I had and that I had to have. And I had specific ones that I said, I'm getting my way because I have to have this song. And one of them is Kodakumi Taboo. Reason why, that is my favorite Kodakumi song. I love to dance to it. And that is mine and my best friend's favorite song. And as soon as it came on, me and him were on a dance floor dancing to that like no tomorrow. And for me, I feel like the wedding reception doesn't have to be all love songs. As long as you're having fun, it's a party. And Exactly. And another one, if I would have loved to, I, I would love to do this for my first dance song, but I know I'd get told no, but it did get played at the wedding, was Butterflies by Hidomi. 
And I always say this because when I met my husband, I remember I had the song on repeat and I joked, I said, the song reminds me of you because you give me butterflies. And I, and it's a fun, cute, lovey-dovey dance song. And that was a big one I had to play at my wedding. The other one, I don't remember if we actually got to play or not, was Cream Banana because that's my drinking song. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) So there's a lot of ones like that. I pick for specific reasons. They're fun. They're fun to dance to. I did Ice Cream by Huna. I did, um, I, I don't remember if some of them all got played. I did Garden by Mei J because that is such a fun party song. You want to dance to it. And I did pick Future Lover by Kato Media. I don't remember if our DJ got to it. We had a huge playlist and I know he was not able to play everything, but he does remember my wedding list. Whenever he we karaoke together, he knows which ones were on there. So... And that, that's what makes, I feel like, when people remember certain tracks you play, it makes you feel really good. If I were to redo my wedding list, there are songs I would like to incorporate in it that I didn't. And one of them is You by Daichi Mira. Because it's a really cute song, and it is like a love song, and it makes me smile. I wanted to include it, my husband told me no. But I think this time he might rethink it or i wouldn't give how, how can your husband turn you down from you like that is a that is a damn we good had song. way too much he made me delete stuff oh my gosh um, i would have kept that <laughs> like so, that's a good song and and there, i would like to do yes we are by sanda mage soul brothers from exile tribe because it's such a fun dance song if i could redo it i would do that one i would add in some odyssey like turning up uh, i would add in whenever you call by odyssey as well just to slow it down yeah so there are a lot of tracks i would love to add in today especially newer ones that we've heard that that weren't there when i was um when i got married or just ones that i was thinking wait why didn't i play that at my wedding why am i thinking of this now yeah and 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 honestly like especially whenever you call i think that would be a really good song to play at your wedding because it's all in english and so, like, you're not going to weird people out by, you know, dancing to a song that's in a foreign language. So I think, like, that's a really good one to pick. I might, I might, I might nab that one, honestly, because that is a damn good song. And, and I do feel like in this aspect, music has become universal because I will say we got a lot of compliments on our playlist as how diverse it was and that we didn't play the usual wedding songs that we really mixed it up so i will and that that i had fun doing it so we tried not to play your typical wedding songs we picked ones we wanted and we loved for certain reasons and i i mean there's so many songs i would just go back and incorporate or I wish if I could, I could easily come up with just a solid Japanese music playlist to dance to, which I have on my phone right now. And, but there are always those specific ones I feel like you just love so much, you have to have no matter what. And I had some of those and they were played and I'm happy. Because I also got to play Doctor by Chanmina and that made me very happy. So... I I think that's a big thing. And if I were to have to pick an upbeat love song to dance to for a first song or an entry song, I would have liked to pick May's One Love 
because one, I freaking love Maze. It is a super, super cute song. And let me say the full title of it because it's actually longer than One Love. But if it's, I'm trying to think of how to explain it because it's a love song. It's upbeat and it feels more wintry to me. But at the same time, she has powerful vocals. You really feel it and you get excited and you want to get excited for your first song. You want to be happy and listen to it and enjoy. And for me, that is that is a track that comes to mind because it's more of an upbeat mid-tempo track by them and not a solid ballad. And even for me who prefers ballads in certain instances um especially for first dance i go toward more ballads but if i were to pick like a mid-tempo one it would be one love ichi mankai no kisude aishiteru so one so one love one million kisses with love and it just fits so well so fitting it has a fun composition great vocals and it's something we could both dance to I would also do Butterflies by Hidomi if I had a choice, but I know that'd get ruled out. Um, so I do. I also love Always by Nishino Kana, and I did include Nishino Kana songs in my playlist because I just freaking love her. So I, I think, you know, when you're doing something like that, if you are a fan of Japanese music, maybe your significant other is not, pick your least favorite songs and compromise. I am glad I got to pick what I pick. I got to hear it on big speakers and dance to it and enjoy myself and I couldn't be happier. And that's what that's what you should be at your wedding. Be happy, enjoy it, have fun. Amen amen to that. And And that's all that matters. So before we wrap this up, did you have any other questions or wedding songs or anything you wanted to recommend to people? And also, can all your songs be found on Apple Music? Uh, yes to the last thing. Uh, most definitely, all of my songs are on Apple Music because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, like I've got to where, like, I lean so heavily on Apple Music. If it went away, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> like, all of my music's on Apple Music, and uh, I just, I love it to death. I, I am curious, uh, Luna, if you could pick one, one song... Uh, out of like all the ones that we've covered on the show uh, to be either at your reception or at your wedding, what one song would it be? It'd be Taboo by Kodakumi. Uh, and the reason I'm saying that, I'm saying that for, you said reception. If we're yes. going reception, it's Taboo. No, but I that's meant, because we spoke of it. <laughs> well, I, I meant like in the time that we've been doing the show and that we've covered like that, we, you, you, we've like done like on the Oricon or like, oh, I guess we did Taboo artist spotlight could have come never mind okay that works <laughs> and and like now if it was from my list of the ones we actually listed of top three and runners up yes it would be zuto by aoyama thelma however if it were in a whole of what we all talked about tonight kodakumi taboo hands down will always take the cake Very nice. and great what about uh, what about you out of everything we've talked about it if you could pick one song what would it be for your wedding and you only choose one honestly it's the right time by daichi miura like like i i'm i have my heart set on a couple but like the more i think about it it's just the more at, like that song means a lot to me 
as a whole anyways and like the more i think about the more i really get attached to playing it's the right time at my wedding and so i like if i had to pick one it it would be it's the right time by daichi mira like i just i like to me that that is the perfect song for me and my and like the story of my life so it, it would be weird for it not to be there but um yeah. we, we'll makes, see how makes, things shake out makes sense and we look forward to hearing about it yeah i will so, report back <laughs> awesome so before we move on to the oricon all my songs can be found on apple music besides precious by Unito, that is the only one that is not streaming and i don't think it's streaming anywhere so but everything else is oh so, um precious is on apple music Sony must have just added it because it used to not be. So take that back. Everything is on Apple Music. If you are interested in checking any of these out, check there. All right. So moving on to the Oricon. And it has been a very interesting week. I'm actually pretty excited for it. It so, was a fascinating week. I, I will agree. It was because we've been excited seeing new art, you know, new songs come up in Oricon. So we are going to start with number 10 with Wanted by Monster X. And Gray, what did you think of Wanted? Yeah, no, uh, Monster X, that that was a song. It was interesting. I, I, I thought it was okay. I think it's it's a little bit more dancey for my taste than what I like. Like it's like like club dance, not not upbeat dance. So it it was a really interesting number. Uh, I wound up liking the B side song a lot more, Neo Universe. And so for for me, I, I I had mixed feelings. I did listen to this about two or three times, and the more I listened to it, the more it kind of grew on me. So I'm thinking like maybe in five weeks, if I kept listening to it, I might really like it. But for me, and I haven't listened to a whole lot of Monster X, I'm not too familiar with them. So I can't speak at it with like any much authority. But this particular song, I, I thought it was okay. I wasn't crazy about it. I'm very eager to hear Luna, because I know you're more familiar with Monster X. How did you feel about this? I, I enjoyed Wanted. I thought it was a fun dance track, and Monster X is known for their upbeat dance tracks. They pretty much do mainly, I would say, I mean, they do do some good ballads, but their upbeat tracks are amazing with their incorporation of vocals and rap. They are a Korean group, to be specific, and we've seen them on the Oricon a couple times, both in Japanese tracks and in on album charts as well. And I, I thought Wanted was solid. To me, it is typical Monster X. So with them, you know what you're getting. And I think that's why I enjoyed Wanted. Although I do agree with you. I think Neo Universe is a better track than Wanted. However, as a whole, it's a solid single to me. And maybe it's because I knew what to expect. I've, I've dived into some of their music. So with them, I know what I'm getting. Yeah, I, I wasn't too familiar with what to... I wasn't certain what to expect, so I was, was kind of left mixed on Wanted. I will say Neo Universe, I think, is my song of the week. 
Like awesome. I Yay. wound up really, like I said, I really liked Neo Universe. I thought it was fantastic. And there's only, in, in my opinion, there's only one other song that we're going to talk about that I feel like really gave it a run for its money. But um, yeah, no, I loved Neo Universe. I thought it was that. I thought that song was fantastic. And uh, you, you know, it might behoove me to actually go check out some Monster X. I don't know I'm when I'll have time, to, but it might be yeah. me. Well, <laughs> yeah, they're, I'm hoping to see them back in the charts again because they're always a fun group to check out. And it's always a reminder that, hey, we're here. We got great vocals. We got great rap skills. And we can do pop and lock. And we can do other things. They can do ballads, too. So, I mean, Wanted is a little more pop and lock, but still a fun track to check out. So... Wanted by Monster X sold 22,351 points. And moving on to the next, it is Hourglass by Overworld. And I'm pretty sure me and Gray have similar feelings on this. But uh, Gray, why don't you start? Yeah, no. This was a song... Like, Overworld is one of those groups. They're hitting their miss. And, you know, when they hit, they're, you know, really hits and it really connects. And then when it misses, it's... It's on a different planet sometimes. And I think Hourglass is a huge miss. It, it's not a bad song in any particular manner, but I have listened to this song four or five times. And for me, it is really forgettable. Like There's just nothing that, like there's a wonderful sax solo towards the end of the song that I really like, but the rest of the song is very forgettable. It's really hard to really remember the melody how you know how it goes the vocal performance in it it's just one of those songs that it just doesn't quite come together i i I think i know what they were going for but it just doesn't quite work and because it doesn't quite work it winds up being a mediocre song and becomes very forgettable and so i i was really wanting to like hourglass because like i said uberworld's dropped some bangers that are really really good and then, you know, Hourglass, I was just like, oh, I, I don't know how I feel about this. It, it's just not, it is not a good song I, to me personally. I, I agree. I So I agree with this because for me, Overworld is very hit or miss, like you said. And some of their songs hit, and when they hit, they're fantastic. And I can name several off the top of my head that I remember, fell in love with such as Detecno Life. That's still one of my top songs by them. But with Hourglass, I heard it. Then I forgot what it sounded like. And then I had to go then, because it, it's, so it's about a, it is two actual tracks on it. And there is a movie edit version of Hourglass. And so I listened to Hourglass. And then the second track, Teenage Love, came on, which I thought was better than Hourglass, but I still don't quite remember it. Then Hourglass movie edit comes on. And I already forgot what Hourglass it sounded like and then I just listened to it and then I'm like, oh, this. And so I kept trying to go back, but I feel like for me it's very forgettable. And you're right, it, it, part of it's just the composition. It doesn't stand out. Their vocals are typical Overworld, what you expect. And I mean, sometimes it's good when people, you know, when you see an artist, what you're getting. I feel like with Overworld, you do, but you don't. Because sometimes you're expecting something really good, stand out, boom, and you get it. And then sometimes it just falls completely flat. 
And Hourglass for me as well also fell flat. It just wasn't a memorable track that'll stick with you, composition nor vocal wise. Yeah, yeah, you put it, you put it really well, and it, it it's sad because, uh, like I said, like I know Overworld, they can really drop some bangers when they want to, uh, and I'm certain they, you know, they can do you know very great ballads too, and and I know this is a slower track, and they were trying to go for like a more ballad feel, but it just, I like I said, it just doesn't work, and it's just it's just unfortunate. I was really really wanting to like this song and it's unfortunate that it just kind of came out mediocre the way it did yep completely agree um and so hourglass by uberworld sold a total of twenty-seven thousand eight hundred and eighty points and moving on to number eight which is kaibutsu by yao sobi and talked we've talked about Kaibutsu several times, still on the charts doing well. It sold a total up 27,930 points. And moving on to number seven, it is Dynamite by BTS. And we've talked about this many times. Glad to see him on here. I've probably driven you some of the streaming numbers because I've been listening to it this week. And it sold a lovely 30,027 points. And moving on to number six, it is Yoruni Kakeru by Yaosobi. Again, another track we talked about. Glad to see Yaosobi still doing good. And Yoruni Kakeru, so they total of 32,346 points. And moving on to another one that's still on the charts. Finally going down, it is Dry Flower by Yuri. And glad to see him still hanging on. And it, Dry Flower, is at 33,397 points. Not too much more we can say. So moving on to number four, which has stayed at this, same as last week. It is Wasirena by Awesome City Club. Glad to see them doing so well with their new album. I'm sure their new album, Grower, has really contributed to this along with TikTok videos. And Wasirena... Sold a lovely 34,627 points. And moving on to number three with Usewa by Adol. And glad to see you still on here. Finally going down a little bit. And it's and Usewa sold a lovely 36,765 points. And finally, number two with a new track we can talk about Noricon. It is one we've all been, I'm sure we've all been waiting for, is One Last Kiss by Utari Hikaru. And we, I, I'm sure, Gray, you've been awaiting this as we're all Utada fans here. Yes. So I'm curious to see what you thought of One Last Kiss. Yeah, no, this is uh, something that I've been really eager to listen to. I remember I covered the article when. Uh, this got announced and I've been really excited because like like you said you know we're all Utada fans and I, I will sadly report that I that I did not quite enjoy one last kiss I, I don't think it's a bad song per se but it's an what I refer to as neo Utada song because like modern Utada songs are she's she does in a slightly different style than like her older work and I I love old Utada old Utada is wonderful and absolutely amazing 
And then her new style, for whatever reason, I've never been able to get behind. I, it's not that I think it's bad per se, but it's just not something I enjoy to listen to. And One Last Kiss is very much done in that. So one of the things that she does in this song is like she'll sing like her like the lyrics like she'll sing like really really fast and then like she'll she'll slow down and she'll she'll sing slower and then there'll be like a break and then she'll start singing really fast again and, and meanwhile you know those the melody of the song is just going at the steady tempo and so i've never liked that to me it's weird and i i do think it makes her stand out and you know more power to her you know but for me i i'm just not I'm just not into that style, and she and that that's like the new neo Utada style, and and I can see there's there there's a lot to like about this song if you can get behind the style that it's sung in, and I like I said I I didn't like it, but if you like new Utada, you might find this song enjoyable. I'm very eager to hear what you thought of it, Luna. So. I, I, I did like One Last Kiss. I mean, it's not my favorite Utada song and definitely won't be in my top five or maybe top ten. I do think it's solid. However, I, I totally see your point, Gray, because you can tell how Utada's music has changed over time. And I grew up with Utada's older music, you know, First Love, Distance, or some of my two of my favorite albums to be honest in deep river and you can hear how her style definitely changed especially after heart station and i mean i wouldn't say it's it is somewhat hit or miss for me it took me a while to become accustomed to how she has changed it and it's been vocal wise composition wise just by like you said you can tell she sings a little bit faster doesn't always flow and I do see your point in that. I It's that it's just, it's jarring at first and then you get used to it. I mean, all in all, I think One Last Kiss is a solid song and I do enjoy it, but by far it's not going to be my favorite. I still love Beautiful World more than One Last Kiss. And I am, I, I'm kind of curious to see if she's going to keep up with this style she's been doing with One Last Kiss and I like it because I like the mellowness of it. I think her vocals do fit very well with the composition and she does do a decent job in matching it. However, I'm it's not my favorite but I really, really want that vinyl. I will say that I want the vinyl so bad for One Last Kiss. Uh, yeah, the, 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 I've seen the vinyl. That vinyl looks gorgeous. Especially if you're an Evangelion fan. Yes. And those of you who don't know, One Last Kiss is a tie-in to the last Evangelion movie. And since that just came out, no surprise. And One Last Kiss dropped on the 10th. It's no surprise that it's on the Oricon charts. And I honestly expected it to sell more than it did, though. And I'm going to be honest. is looking sale-wise... And remembering back in the day how well Utada sold. And I remember the high-ranking numbers of her albums and her singles back in the day. So I expected it to sell more, to be honest. But I'm also not surprised with the times we're living in in 
and everything like that. Um, but I, I, I can't wait till we do have Ken back on here because I'm curious to see hear his thoughts on a lot of these news tracks, specifically One Last Kiss. As I remember, we all covered Utada and we had our discussion on how we, you know, felt about her older music compared to the newer one and how her style has changed. So I would love to hear what Ken thinks about One Last Kiss as well. Um, hopefully we will hear that the verdict on that soon. But, I mean, all in all, even though we we both had our issues with One Last Kiss, it still sold decently. It made it at, it sold a lovely 57,913 points. And we are going to move on to our number one track, which is Roar by Cartoon. And, Gray, I'm not sure if we've really... I, don't, I can't remember how much cotton we've actually had in a chart, so I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on what we were able to catch from Roar. Yeah. Unfortunately, with, with Roar, like, usually, like, you, you they release, like, the two-minute teaser of, of it, and you're like, oh, man. Like, I, I would love to just hear the full song because it's really good. Like, like, what you get is really, really good. And, you know, you just, like... You, like they do that to wet your palate, so you buy the the physical release, and you know Johnny's is really opening up. Uh, you know we're starting to see a lot more of the download and the streaming on theirs, and you know I know that's Japan numbers, not not international numbers, but still it's really nice to see that. Uh, I loved this song, and it would have been song of the week had we gotten the full song. But it wasn't the full song, so you know, we, we, I, for me, I couldn't live with myself being like, oh, this is the best song of the week, and and you know, we didn't get the full song. But I, I do, I love it, and you, like, I remember, like, every time Cartoon does pop up, like, I, I typically like it, or at least as of late, I've really enjoyed Cartoon, and I thought this song was no exception. I like, I think it's a wonderful track, and I just really enjoyed it, and I just wish I could have heard more. Uh, what were your thoughts, Luna? So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Roar a lot. And I am very upset that, you know, we only get our two minute clip, you know, one minute, two minute clip that they give to you. But it's understandable because if I did have the money, I would be buying Roar like everyone else did, it looks like. And I also love Cartoon in general. When they release a track, they do a fantastic job. They have great vocals, which showcases in Roar the little bit of the clip you hear. You hear their great vocals, and it has a really nice composition as well. And I've been anticipating this for a little bit and keeping an eye on it just because I always get excited when I see something by Cartoon. One, I know it's going to make the charts. Two, I enjoy them. And I I cannot wait till when Johnny's does start spreading their music more internationally as I would absolutely love to dive into cartoon way more than I can right now. And Roar is fantastic. If you were able to check it out, I recommend it. Um, but everyone else enjoyed it just as much as we did. And as it sold a total of 264,937 points, which is dominated yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy, and I do, th I do think Roar sucked. You know, some of the oxygen out of the room for Utada, uh, just historically, because anytime like we have like a really strong performer, uh, like it, it does affect other other things, and so. 
I agree. However, I will say, peering over at the album charts, so the Oricon did a little something different. So I'm going to start from the bottom up and just announce a few ones we, you know, some newer ones on there. Yeah. So we got, you know, love. Oh, we got NC NCT one twenty seven Love Holic. We got June K from two p.m. Woohoo, two p.m. This is not a love song. Appeared on there. Still got Yao Sobi the book. Still got B by BTS. Still Sexy Zone. Still doing good. Going down with their Zenth album. We got um. Ghost, uh, the Gospelers, Gospelazu with their acapella two. And glad to see them on there because they're amazing as always. Yeah, I, I want to check out that album. They, they're they great. I, I love their acapella music. We got some Team Soul, one of the Idol Master Shiny Colors, Colorful Feathers. And I did not include the at signs, but got them on there. We got some Red Wimps on here with their 10 Years 10 Songs album. Got something, please pardon my French. It's a, looks like a... I mean, it is, it's in move. the title. <laughs> it is in the title, Badass so... Badass Temple. Yeah. So, it's one of those division rap battles again. And number one is also One Last Kiss by Utada. And this, and in the albums, it sold 80,000, 89,926 points. And so, this... One Last Kiss was released in several editions, and I think this is where it got confusing. So there is a CD-only edition, which pretty much um, the CD-only edition actually includes a lot of bonus tracks, making it almost an album. And it includes a couple remixes of Beautiful World, Fly Me to the Moon, Instrumentals. So it is pretty much a total of eight tracks, and that includes a CD vinyl and the digital pretty much only included four tracks. So I think that what the Oricon did was split it up and put, as you can see on here, on the albums, it's in CD download and streaming. And then in singles, it was only in download and streaming. I, I know at least internationally, we did not get all the tracks, but I'm thinking Japan might have got all eight tracks. Yeah, and that happens, unfortunately, sometimes like, There'll be like a timed exclusive, like regional only thing, and then like it, one day, like that full album will be available. Just not today. Like it's only the the three tracks that are available. So yeah, and I, like I personally consider One Last Kiss a single and not an album, but I do understand why they did put it on the album charts, just because of the length of it and how it falls. So it's very interesting, but. All in all, One Last Kiss sold pretty well if you combine both singles, the single sales with the album sales. So I will say it was a win for Tata, but it also doesn't feel like the numbers that she used to have. Yeah, I could totally so, see that. Well, that, that includes our Oricon chart and pretty much today's show. So we're going to go on and talk about our, we want to thank our lovely affiliates, so I'd like to first by I'd like to start first by thanking our lovely affiliates. We're gonna start with Kyoru Hunter, who is a lovely Twitch streamer and has been streaming a lot of the retro horror games. You can follow him on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Kyoru Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-R, and Twitter at the same handle at 
K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-R. You can also follow our other associate, Timber Taft, who is not only a Twitch streamer, but a vocalist in his own right. You can follow him at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T, and his Twitter at TimberTaft, same handle, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also follow my sister, Rosalie, at, at, at Twitch and on Twitter, twitch.tv slash RainstarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. Same as her Twitter handle is the same. She has been streaming the lovely Monster Hunter and some art, and she's very, very excited for that game. And you can also follow our lovely Twitch streamer, Fangirl Has No Name, who is a big Zelda fan and she, you can follow her at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name f-a-n-g-i-r-l h-a-s-n-o-n-a-m-e and her twitter at legend of no one l-e-g-e-n-d-o-f-n-o-o-n-e and please check them out and don't forget to follow ken at his twitter at otyken k-e-n-1 and check out what he is watching streaming and listening to and gray where can we follow you you can follow me on twitter at ongaku gray where i tweet about what i'm watching what i'm playing all that fun jazz just started uh uchu sentai kyo q uh, ranger so if you're in the sentai and you want to f- check out my opinion just follow me there all right, so, and please don't forget, but you can also follow the podcast that Ken, Kyo, Timbertaft, and Fangirl Has No Name do, uh, do, and it is called Potasaurus. You can follow them on Twitter at the Potasaurus, T-H-E-P-O-D-A-S-A-U-R-U-S. And you can also check them out on Simplecast, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify at Kyoru Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And you can follow me at, on, I have several streaming, several, and you can follow me at several social media services, such as Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet Kitsu and Letterboxd at Luna Maria87. And you can follow me on Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna, where you can see what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, and pictures of my kitty cat doing dumb things. So I would like to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode and hope you all enjoyed it. And Hopefully, we will be back to being the tripod lately and not just Dos Compadres. We do miss Ken this week. And unfortunately, next week, we will be Dos Compadres as well as Gray's getting married. So you'll see that again. So hopefully, in about three weeks, you'll see us all back together again. And until then, keep, uh, have a great rest of your week and enjoy. Ja matane. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and it might be a while before I'm back, but I will be back most of certain. So we will, we will see you next time. Bye-bye.